Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Thank you so much to those who've been coming back weekly. I appreciate you guys, all my friends, all my family. I love y'all so, so much. So today's word, uh, God is saying like, stay in alignment, like stay in the will the will of God. Okay. So father, right now we just thank you for this word. Um, I pray God that it will give insight and help us all to just stay on track. Father God, it's so easy to, um, derail and to just walk away or even sway off of your will father god but just help us god to stay focused not to be distracted in the mighty name of jesus god i pray as you give me this word i mean as yeah as you give me this word that those who are listening will hear you and not me god i literally surrender this podcast to you and i just pray that you bless it bless my brother bless my sister who is listening touch every need father god in the name of jesus we give you all the honor and all the glory in jesus name amen and amen so this word is kind of similar to like the last word i believe i gave um i don't really remember i know we were talking about i don't really remember y'all i'm sorry and i can't look can i look i could look hold on I've been, um, I don't want to mess up this recording. I'm not about to do it. So <laughs> I've been, um, recording on YouTube too. So I'm kind of like bouncing back and forth. Okay. Just being a vessel. I'm just, whatever he's having me say, I just spit it out. So it's going back into like God. Uh, oh, that's what it was. I think it was about like not doing the same thing over and over right? (laughs) Like y'all could respond. But yeah, I mean, some of y'all probably did. It was like, yeah, (laughs) it's cool. But yeah, so it's about like not doing like the same thing over and over again, right? And so God um, also gave me this word about staying in alignment, like staying in his will. So if you read at the beginning of 2 Samuel, Chapter 11, the whole thing, the whole reason why that sin committed, like, I mean, yeah, that sin was committed was because David was out of line. He wasn't in alignment. He wasn't where he was supposed to be. I think it's so important, you guys, that we talk to God about what it is that he wants from us. It's so nice to hear about blessings and stuff like that, but that's not the only thing God speaks to you. He'll speak to you about where you are currently in order for you to even get to the promises he has for you. So like right now, what is it that he's telling you to work on? I know, or focus on, it could be self-work. It could be, you know, things in the natural. It could be things in the spirit too. Like whatever it is he's telling you to do, we must do it. Okay, try your best because really it's your flesh that's going to be like, no, I don't feel like doing that because I feel like that all the time. Different seasons. I told you guys when God switches, switches it up for me, I forgot to mention there was a time when he told me to only speak in tongues. Like to only pray in this in the spirit, to only pray as Holy Spirit led me to. And I didn't even know what I was praying for. And I tell you, my flesh was putting up a fight. It always puts up a fight. 
it's it's always it's never gonna be a time i don't believe as long as you are wrapped up in this flesh there's never gonna be a time where your flesh is like okay let's do what god wants i truly don't believe that you know what it is is for those who have that self-control people who have that desire is their spirit man is stronger and in order for your spirit man to be stronger, you must be in the will of God. You must be reading your Bible, praying, um, protecting yourself from what you're watching. This might sound real religious, but there are certain shows I can't even watch anymore. And I'll be honest with y'all. Cert- uh, lately, I've been tempted to watch um, Love and Hip Hop. Y'all, that used to be my show. <laughs> I was all about the drama. That used to be about my show, but the reason why I couldn't watch it, not really for like what it is. We're not going to say, oh, because of whatever, how women are dressed or stuff. Like, I'm not going to get too deep into that. It's just simply what is feeding my spirit. I just, I've been very guarded about protecting my spirit and it's not about even so much about pleasing God. It's not that I don't watch these shows because I want God to be proud of me. I don't watch these shows because I care about what's getting into my body. I should do start doing that more in the natural because your girl still be out here eating kind of crazy. I don't <laughs> I don't buy like food anymore, like as much, like fast food as much, but I still cook stuff that's not the healthiest. So yeah. Like I don't like I'm like I'm not gonna buy a whole bunch of cookies and stuff. I'll just bake them. <laughs> baby steps amen baby steps i'm not spending it out i'm still saving some money by making it at home but now it's kind of like it should be just a treat but anywho so well i was saying that because look for you to have the strength to say no for you to be able to hear god's voice because there are people who still are contemplating whether is it is it me or is it god is it me or is it god First, you got to search your heart. How I know if it's God or not is when it does not line up with my flesh. Like I know my flesh is not going want to do, want to do it at all. Like I can give you guys two examples. One example, let me see. Because I just thought of it and it went away. And Lord, I pray that you bring it back in the name of Jesus. Okay. Okay, thank you. So, um, I just thought about that. So, there, these are two examples where the same thing. Like, I really wanted my husband. Like, how do I say this? Uh, I wanted my husband home. I wanted my marriage restored. But I didn't... Okay, so when I thought I heard God's voice, where it was like, oh, yeah, he can come back. Really, if I were to examine and weigh it out and kind of sift through the 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 thought of him coming home and why, you know what I mean? I wanted him home, to be honest, because I wanted to have sex. Okay, I wanted him home because I wanted him to pay rent. I wanted him home because of all these fleshly things. But I did not want him home for anything else because I was still hurt and upset and all these different things. Like, so do you see like how that couldn't have been God telling me that, yeah, your husband should come home so you can have sex with him. Yeah, your husband should could come home because you need him to pay rent. Like, 
what? Then there was a time again when God did tell me for him to come home. And I absolutely didn't want him to go. Oh, no. No, it's the opposite. There are times where I didn't want him to come home. Absolutely. But, um, and for those who are in marriage restoration, y'all will see that it's not as clear cut as when you watch these videos. It is a process. If you have, if you watch a video of somebody, you got to find somebody who's probably going to like break it down because I had this super high expectations because I would watch a video and I thought it was going to be clear cut, like boop, bop, bam. But it really wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> like, I'm still going through the motions of it. It is definitely a journey. And it's a journey that I'm so thankful for. I can tell y'all that now. I can see the light. So I'm thankful for it. But anywho, then there was a time when God told me that he wasn't supposed to come. I mean, that he needed to leave. Like, God prepared me. And that's the thing. Holy Spirit going to whisper that thing to you. It's going to be like a thought that you could easily push past, right? And what I heard was that you got uh you guys are separating or something. Something along the, t- the along the lines of us having to separate and I immediately panicked. Why did I panic? Because I was concerned about rent. I was not concerned about the enemy having his way with my husband. I was not concerned about my household, like my family and how my kids would be affected. I was not concerned about Bree's sex life. No, I, I was concerned about rent. <laughs> Cause so I knew it was God because it was like a, a faith spiritual thing. Like it had nothing to do with anything that would um, satisfy me. But I knew that with him leaving, God was doing something in me. Like it was like God was trying to show himself to me in a way that I was still afraid to trust him in, which was finances, like financially. I didn't trust God to take care of me financially, especially when I didn't see it. Like I had to see it. So when he asked my husband to leave and when we had to separate, it was painful. You know, I mean, it it just is what it is. So I hope that helped you guys um, to understand how and why God will ask you to do something. Like it's not something you're always going to come into agreement with. Okay. Amen. But with that, um, you just picking your diet, watching what you watch. I mean, watching what you watch, watching what you entertain, including people. Something else I've learned is because I don't have a lot of people in my life who, cause I had a lot of people, friends who were going through the same thing or similar things. And it was a lot of chaos. And the thing is, it's different having a ministry of dealing with other people's burden versus having a friendship. Because when it's a friendship, then it's kind of like there is no boundary. There is no, I could cut this off. It's this person who can hit me up all the time and dump and dump and dump and dump. And it's not the best when people are dumping on you and they're not doing their work. You know what I mean? So it was a lot for me versus when I minister to people, they can dump all day, you know, because I have guidelines. I can say, okay, you got 30 minutes to kind of tell me what's up with you. I can pray for you and then we be good. 
I don't have to worry about hearing from this person every single day or seeing a text message. Like, you know, it was a lot. So boundaries, me having like not having so many people in my life, in my ear, in my face all the time helped me to stay in alignment with God and helped me to stay um, in his will. Also, you guys praying. I know I didn't want to pray for a long time. I'd rather do all these other things like watch somebody else pray, but I didn't want to pray or I can listen to a lot of prayers, but I didn't want to pray. Right. The thing is, your prayers matter too. And if anything, they're even more powerful because they're yours. They're your words, right? Um, I was reading this Esther book, uh, the Esther anointing book, and it was this part that really ministered to me. Hold on. I'm going to read it to y'all. Um, it's Oh, okay. So it's called The Esther Anointing by Michelle McLean Walters. Like her books are bomb. Um, I read the Deborah Anointing as well in the Hannah. So I did Deborah, Hannah, and now this is Esther. I got to do the, the Anna one too. It's so amazing. And it's not that big of a book. So I like that because we get straight to the point. Amen. So, I mean, no offense to the big books because, you know, but it's just easier for me because I love to read my Bible. So it's nice to have a smaller book. Um, okay. Where is it? I think it was. Uh, what? Okay, I can't find her actual. Um, I don't want to spend too much time looking for it. I thought it would be like right here. Okay, so look, in the book, like she quoted a scripture, it's Psalms uh, 45 verse 1. And it says, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So it's like, you're, if you make sense of that, the Bible says um, that Life and death is in the power of the tongue and those who love it eat the fruit of it, right? It's something like that. So what it is, is like you speaking a thing that you want in your life. It's nice for other people to pray for you, okay? But it's not the same when you're praying for you, when you're interceding, you know, in going to war and petitioning for the things that you want. It's way more powerful when you do that. So for me, I didn't want to do all that. I was lazy. My faith was weak. You know, I didn't want to do all that, especially when you're in a a long journey or whatever. You just don't feel like praying. All you want to do is complain and things like that. Because again, complaining satisfies the flesh. It just is what it is. We're going to call it for what it is, right? But God had me in this place where he was telling me like, I need you to pray. And the the way that the, this is what I'll say the best way to get you to start praying without seeing it so much as a chore is you're just talking and communicating what you want. You are like venting to God and expressing expressing your your deep hurts and things and those types of things. And you ask God what you want in return. And then you have you trust, you have faith and you believe He's going to do it for you. It's literally just that. It's 
I used to get kind of, not that I was turned off, but I thought I had to sound a certain way. I had to know what certain words were. Like I had to sound like a Bible scholar in order for God to hear my prayers. And so we would get discouraged because we might not have all those vocabulary. You know, we may not know all the biblical terms, but that's not true. You just pray in the way that you pray. You talk to God and he he comes down to you. I think that's in like Psalms 119 or something where God talks about he comes down to you, like to your level, like your eye level. And he talks with you. He listens to you. And he's like, okay, if that's what you want, I'll give it to you. Whatever you want. And that's why I was reading Esther too, by the way, because God gives you whatever you want. Like we are in this hour where we have been so good. We've been so faithful. We've been doing our best to really stay on course that God is in this hour of like, look, I want to give you whatever you want. When the king, I think it was King Xerxes, he told Esther like, here girl, like you write out the new decree that's what your mouth like you speak what you want and then I'm a co-sign it like you got it that's what God is doing like you say what you want he gonna sign it off like you got it but at first before that even happens you got to pray it like you have to pray but anyway so praying will help you to stay in alignment and in the will with God because it's us talking to him and in prayer it's also important that we listen to what is he saying to you back Because if you're just talking and talking and talking, then there's no way you can receive instructions, right? Um, For me, like God would tell me, okay, I want you to read this book as an instruction. God would tell me, hey, I want you to fast for this long as an instruction. Um, God would tell me even to do something. I'm learning the power, like the true power of reaping and sowing, like give to the poor. I've been giving way more to the poor than I've ever done in my life. Okay. So it was like, whatever he's telling me to do, I'm following those instructions. That way I will stay in the will. If God is telling you, stop talking to that person, y'all best to stop talking. I know it's hard. And then look, have grace on yourself. If you're used to talking to this person, like every single day, all day long, then of course you might slip back, okay? But what's important is that we just recognize, God, I sinned against you because you told me not to talk to this person and I did it anyway. You repent for operating in your flesh. You come against whatever spirit that influenced you to even rebel against God and ask God to deal with what's in you that's having you even wanting to go back to that person, which could be, you know... I mean, for me, it's usually like rejection when I feel lonely or things like that, you know, or you having flashbacks of good memories and then, you know, whatever. Like you just have to do these things. It's not hard at all. Okay. And when we do that, when we stay in alignment, when we are intentional about growing and intentional about changing and being aware of how we move, what we say, what we do, right? We are in the, we stay in the alignment of God. And that is how you see the breakthrough. That is how you see the promises of God. It's not you just, you know, we receive a promise, we receive a breakthrough, or we make this this list of demands that we want from God, and we don't partner with him by doing the things we're supposed to do in faith. Because that's really all that it is, us being obedient 
to God is like an act of faith because we don't know exactly why we're doing that. You know what I mean? We just know that something for me must be on the other side of this because everything works out for my good anyway. Okay. So I hope that blessed you guys. I don't really have anything like much else to say. Oh, so in my notes, I wrote that, you know, the enemy knows our weak spots. So God was showing me like, as soon as we step away from God's will, that's when the sin gets stronger. So it's kind of like, the temptations are really to pull you from the covering of God. So you've been under the the covering of God. You've been doing the things you're supposed to do. You've not been sinning. You've been focusing. When that temptation comes, it's really to pull you from like the umbrella of God. Like you imagine God is like the protection. So you don't get rained on. So you don't get, you're not exposed or whatever. Or see him as a fortress or whatever, right? So he has these walls that are surrounding you. But then when you sin, when you fall into the sin, you step out. It's like you leave and you expose yourself. And that's why the consequences of sin are are death. So it could be, look, God told you, stop messing with that person. He's giving you all this grace, but you keep going back. And then you end up getting an STD or you end up getting pregnant, you know, out of wedlock or something, you know, because you were outside of the will of God, you know, if you will, um, you end up losing your job, you know, God told you not to do something. And then you, you went on ahead and did something else. Like those are the consequences of sin. It's funny because I feel like that's just the theme because God already gave me a similar word about, like I said, about David and Bathsheba on my YouTube. So it's like God is really buckling down about being obedient. I know for me, I was convicted deeply because, look, in my Bible, in one of the notes, it was talking about utter contempt, right? Or blasphemy. It is I I hope I say it right. It is blasphemous. Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word, but it's truly disrespectful to devalue God to completely like you deliberately disobey. You knew better and you chose not to. Like it there's so like it's wrong and it doesn't matter what it is. It's like me seeing that part as the first sin and then the other thing as a sin is the fact that I knew that I shouldn't have done it and I did it anyway. And so it's in these like words where we build that true healthy fear of God. It's not that God is is someone ready to strike us down. It's not that God is ready to send us to hell or he's ready to see us suffer because we just get on his nerves, right? Or you might feel like God is just done with you because you've done so much. It's really not that. It's It's a healthy fear of God and understanding like, look, I don't even want to be away from the covering. I don't want to be outside of the covering. I don't want to be out here in these streets in the spirit, quote unquote, out in the streets with these demons. I don't want to be. I want to be in the palace. Like I want to be with God. Amen. And in order for that to happen, it's just simply choices. God tells us choose life or choose death. And, um, like I said, I think I'm gonna do a word about it. <laughs> God's just been tying all these words together. It's not worth it. 
it is not worth it. When when Eve bit the apple, it wasn't worth it. When when Esau sold his birthrights just for a full belly, is not worth it, y'all. Like it's it is just not worth it. And so this is just something that's helped me. Um, I pray that this helps you. Um, God is saying too. This last note: the Holy Spirit is the one who gives you the strength. Okay, it's not you. We're not doing this in our own will. Like, because when we do this in our own will, sometimes we punish ourselves, right? I've done this so many times. Okay, I still like recently, you know, was doing that. But what it is, is the Holy Spirit gives you the grace because God says, when you're weak, He is strong. So, whatever area you feel like, look, I'm struggling in this, I don't know how to not stop doing this or you might you know you can't imagine your life without watching some drama okay maybe you don't really see how how that is feeding your spirit negatively or whatever let the holy spirit show you and then with that ask god and that's just an example it could be anything right but you ask god to give you um the understanding as to why it's wrong and then the grace to not even desire those things anymore it's really that easy y'all okay and he's gonna help you and then if you feel yourself tempted because the enemy gonna try to tempt you right he he's always steady trying to prove you wrong to to god he's always want to say see look see she not really for you right see look at he he don't really care you see he wants me like all that stuff he's super petty so we can expect those things to happen. But for me, like what I do is I just call on God. I'm like real, real about it. Like, God, I'm I'm this close. I'm this close. I need a way out of no way. Right. And lately, it's not that God creates a door. Right. He does uh create doors, ways out of no ways. Right. But it's not necessarily having to be. God will ruin the mood or, you know, God will have somebody call you and say he could do that. But for me, what it is, is when I'm really like, God, I'm this close, like I'm so tempted to do to do X, Y and Z. Like, I'm gonna need you to come through. He literally drops a, a, a scripture in my head or he reminds me of something that we talked about earlier. Or he'll show me or give me an example about somebody in the Bible who did something and then they suffered. It's something like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not a feeling like that comes over me. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel it anymore. I mean, he could do that, but that's not, that's not what happened with me. You know, and if it, not all the time, at least. I have prayed against the spirit when I felt like masturbating, if you will. And I would pray. I literally called on Jesus. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Yo, girl, burning over here, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and then the, the feeling did go away, right? But that's not like all the time. Like like I said, like you might be tempted to cuss somebody out, okay? It's not always that God's just going to change your mind and you're not going to want to cuss somebody out. It's gonna, probably going to take you remembering something or just remembering him. You know what I mean? Like it ain't worth it. Or look, vengeance is mine whatever okay so that's all i got for for us all i got so uh to keep it black and white we gotta stay in alignment with god like stay in god's will okay 
and everything like life is going to go well for you. It, it it can only go up and up and up when you serve God. Only like target up and up. Okay. <laughs> Some of y'all going to catch that. <laughs> but I love you guys so much. You guys be blessed. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.